Rasta Jeff, you bad motherfucker. Oh shit, Rasta Jeff in the house. Greetings from Podcastville. This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by my friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com offers seeds from all of the industry's leading breeders, including TH Seeds, Swamp Boys Genetics, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee, and for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Once again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. Here we go. Welcome back, podcast world. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff, and this is episode 673 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to read a couple of Patreon questions. Before we get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout-outs to a few of those great folks who support the show on Patreon. Let's start off with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you. Shout-out to my friend, Justa Smokin. Let's send a big thank you. Shout-out to Route 305 and Elder's Garden. Let's send a Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to Big Sexy Dank and 716 Grows. I want to send a thank you. Shout out to a longtime supporter, Know Me By My Guacamole. Let's send a big fist bump and a thank you. Shout out to Jackie Daytona. I want to send a special thank you. Shout out to Stash Drop 269. Let's send a big fist bump to my buddy, Mr. Then let's wrap it all up with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you. Shout out to Terp Burglar. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need is right there on the screen. And you know, I do include a link in the show notes and the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends. I do want to send a special thank you shout out to all 200 of my Patreon supporters. We've been hovering right around 200 patrons lately. I do appreciate it. That means a lot to me. It does not go unnoticed. Uh, I enjoy it. I appreciate it. Sometimes it's a bit overwhelming, but big salute, big fist bump. Thank you for all of that support. Now, this is the part where I do invite you to join us on Discord. That's right. The Discord server has reached over 1,400 members. In the last episode, I said we hit 1,200. We are already to 1,400 members on the Discord server. There are a lot of great things happening over on Discord. I always say it. There's a video chat where people are hanging out. They've added a sports chat channel. If you are watching sports, if you're watching basketball, hockey, football, golf, whatever's on your TV, if you're smoking a bowl and watching sports and you want someone to hang out with, Go to the Irie Genetics Discord, look for the sports chat server, click on there. You can hang out. You could just be in the voice chat or you can be on the video chat, hang out, smoke with the crew. There are a lot of cool people hanging out over there, especially on game day during a big game, rooting for their team. It's all friendly. Go root for your team in the Discord server. The last time I jumped in the Discord server, I let the crew help me design new merchandise. I was working on a couple of designs for some new merch that I'll talk about in a future episode, 
but I wanted some feedback and some input. So I went to the Discord. I posted a picture of the merchandise that I had in mind. And I said, give me feedback. Give me info. Give me details. Give me updates. I got a lot of great feedback and I compiled some of the crowd's input and feedback into a beautiful design. So there'll be some great merchandise that was partially designed by the Discord crew. So if you're hanging out in the Discord, you may get the opportunity to help us design new merchandise, name new strains. You can be involved in a lot of great shit if you join us on the Discord server. Of course, there is a link in the show notes and the video description, and I'll type the link right here. You can't click on it, but you can at least read that, type that into your URL, join us on the Discord server. Once again, big thanks to everybody who's hanging out on the Discord server. I did mention that we designed some new merchandise on the website, iriegenetics.com. There is a store to the, uh, there is a link to the Irie store. Click on that link that will take you to the Irie store where the Irie Genetics merchandise is available. For the podcast listeners, I have created the coupon code PODCAST10. That coupon code is good at the Irie merch store where you can get the shirts, the stickers, the coffee cups. There are grinders there. There are rolling trays there. There are a few other pieces of merchandise that are coming, but COVID has us slowed down a little bit. When those items do arrive, I'll send out the MailChimp newsletter, let you know they're there. I'll add them to the store right away, make them available for the crew. But don't miss it on iregenetics.com. Click on the store link. Use coupon code PODCAST10. That will save you 10% off everything in the web store. All right, I do have some real topics here that we want to get into. I have been doing, I don't talk about it a lot because uh, I try to keep some projects secret until I see a little bit of success. I feel like if I talk about things a little bit too early, it gives me the opportunity to fail. And then I've got to talk about failures, which is never fun. But maybe I should mention, uh, even though I'm a professional grower that has done a lot of shit, sometimes I still fail and it's okay to fuck up and fail. Let it humble you. But let's get myself back on track. I am talking about an outdoor garden that I've been playing in. I did some outdoor breeding uh, I had some help. It was not just me. I don't want to take all of the credit. Big shout out to the team that worked outdoors this year. They know who they are. They may not want their name set here on the show at this time. We'll talk about them and introduce them in the future if they want that. But uh, big shout out. Thank you for the help and for the work and for the space. But we've got some outdoor space going. It's actually a beautiful greenhouse. I took a few plants to the greenhouse and I may have taken King Solomon out there and he may have done some work. That's right. I did some outdoor breeding or some greenhouse breeding and something I learned that those seeds developed quickly. Outdoor breeding happens really fast. I was not expecting it. Um, it's a good thing. The seeds will be done earlier than anticipated. The pollination happened much earlier than anticipated. And I learned a lot this year and I'm very excited to have added outdoor breeding to my list of skills that I feel comfortable doing. Uh, this year was our inaugural run, but I had a good uh, support team. I had friends that I could message and say, hey, bro, I'm going to breed outside. Any advice? Big shout out to Jesse. He sent me a paragraph of uh, oddly spelled, uh, weirdly punctuated shit and taught me how to grow outdoors and breed outdoors. Jesse, I'm just picking on your brother. Nothing but love. He can build a house, you guys. <clears throat> but Jesse gave me some great advice. And with uh, Jesse's advice, my lead and our crew's uh, hard work and effort, uh, we have got some seeds that will be ready here. Uh, hopefully, they'll be done by, they'll be done. I'm not even going to give myself a deadline, but around the Halloween time, we'll be cleaning up seeds, making packages, getting that stuff ready for possibly the Indo Expo. I did mention that the Indo Expo uh, is kind of up in the air at this point. It's been a week since I've recorded, and I have not, <clears throat> oh, excuse me for that. It has been a week since I recorded, and I have not received any updates on the Indo Expo. 
Once again, as soon as I do receive an update on that, I will let you know. But there will be a bunch of fresh seats and new crosses that you've never heard of. Stuff I've never talked about will be available that came out of this greenhouse. Okay, I feel like I'm rambling because I'm very excited about the greenhouse. My point was that things are happening much more quickly in the greenhouse. The buds, uh, it looked like I said, oh, this is where the buds are going to I was teaching somebody new. I said, these are where the buds are going to happen. This is how it's going to go. And the next day, I was like, well, there are all the buds. Holy shit. And then I showed them, this is where we pollinated. Here's the start of buds. And the next day, it was like, holy shit, there are all the seeds. It went really quickly outdoors. I was amazed. I'm excited for next year. I'm already planning for the next year's outdoor breeding program. Got ideas and things I want to do. I get in over my head sometimes. All right, let's focus now on some of these Patreon questions. I do have a couple of Patreon questions that came from the Patreon audience, obviously. The first Patreon question in this episode comes from our friend Zachary Yu. It is a good outdoor growing question. I feel like it's very applicable at this time of year, and it goes a lot like this. I have eight plants. Four of them are the same strain started at the same time. That makes sense. Then there are two pairs of different strains started at the same time. One pair being scarlet begonias and another pair, uh, it doesn't say what the others are. Then it says, five plants that consist of three OGs, one scarlet begonia, one, oh, it's a sweet cherry pie, are in one area that is pretty heavy with sunlight consistently. They are behind the other three at another spot in regards to flowering speed, but the three of the same strain and the same area are flowering at different rates. Can this be summed up to being simple as different phenotypes or something I cannot even think of. So the question here is he's got several plants and they're acting different outdoors. He's got some in one area and some in another area. The plants in the same area are showing different expressions. They're the same strain. They all came from the same package of seeds, but they're showing different stuff. Yes, my friend, that is a perfect example of phenotypical expression. Uh, just think about it. If uh, somebody had, let's talk about two parents. I'm going to pick anybody's parents, maybe yours, maybe not, if you don't want it to be. Let's talk about two parents, two breeding parents. They made three babies. Let's talk about a family with three kids. You may have one tall, skinny kid. That would be me. You may have one short, chunkier kid. That might not be me. Then you may have one that is kind of weirdly shaped in the middle. One kid may be really athletic. One kid may not be athletic at all. One may be really aggressive. One may be really passive but you came from the same parents and you grew up in the same exact environment. Those are just phenotypical expressions. The plants do very similar things. So you're going to see that variation, that expression in the plants. Uh, it would be very interesting on a totally different experiment to take clones and put a clone of the same plant in your two different grow locations and see what they do there. So what I definitely think is happening is that you are seeing phenotypical variation. If you've got a pack of seeds and you put, you've got four of the same plant in one area. They look different. I do believe that is just phenotypical variation. I'm going to read the question here make sure I answered that correctly. So there is another part that I do want to touch on. You said that they are behind in flowering uh, compared to plants, the same type of plants in another area. Uh, that is another part of phenotypical expression. Maybe that one area is getting more light. Maybe it's getting less light, uh, longer light. Maybe something is blocking the light. Maybe it's shaded. Uh, maybe the temperature is just a little bit different over there. Maybe the soil's a little bit different, but that shows us how just a little bit of difference in environment can change the plants drastically. They're further behind each other or further ahead each other in flower just because of the environment in which they are in. That is a very good example. So most of what you are seeing here is 
phenotypical expression. I guess all of it is phenotypical expression, even if it is the environment making it happen, because that's what phenotypical expression is. It's showing different traits based on your environment, expressing different things. So that's what you've got going on there. Uh, good, uh, good foresight, good prediction, good hypothesis. And I do agree with you, buddy. That is just basic phenotypical expression. Big shout out to my buddy, Zachary, you for the great message. Uh, keep them growing, bro. And since you said you've got some Irie genetics outdoors, where are my photos, bro? Pictures or it didn't happen. If you guys are growing Irie genetics, I would love to see your photos. Uh, send me uh, photos of my strains at any stage of growth, veg, flower, uh, big buds, little buds, anything you want to share, anything you think I might want to post to social media, anything you want me to share to social media, send it to me. The email address is growfromyourheartathotmail.com or just forward it right over to me on Instagram. It's irie underscore genetics on Instagram, I-R-I-E underscore genetics. I hope you can spell genetics, irie underscore genetics on Instagram. Just shoot me your photos. Excuse me. Just shoot me your photos. If you want them shared, let me know you want them shared. If you want credit, let me know you want credit. If you don't want credit, let me know because most of the time I just automatically will give you credit. I'll be like, here's a picture of Scarlet Begonias grown by Zachary Yu. Post it up, put it in my stories, save it to the highlights. It'll be up there for a long time. Let me know. Also, we need some photos for the website, so don't be afraid to send me photos. I enjoy photos. All right, let me get myself back on track get back in a little bit of focus here because I do have another great message in front of me. This one comes from our friend Rastabot. We mentioned Rastabot last week when we were talking about Discord. Rastabot, big thank you for all of the dedication on the Discord server. The Discord gang always tells me, bro, we don't need shout outs. We don't need love. We don't need high fives. But you guys do so much work. I cannot believe the dedication and commitment to the Discord server by the Discord team. Big shout out. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. There are 1,400 people hanging out because a few people decided they would build a Discord for me. Thank you. I, it's, it blows my mind, you guys. The support that I get from the Irie Army for this podcast, for the Seed Brand, it still blows my mind. It's humbling. It, it makes me feel great. It makes me feel nervous. It's overwhelming in the best way. I love it. It's inspiring. It's motivating. Uh, it makes me feel like a superhero. Uh, it gives me a lot of great feelings. There's a lot of pride. Uh, but also, I got there's a lot of people that I cannot let down, which is a great yet scary feeling in a good way. Don't ever stop doing what you're doing, guys. I do love it. All right. From Rastabot, this one says, hey, Rasta Jeff, I've been loving the breeding talk you've been doing lately. Thank you, bro. I like talking about breeding. If you have specific breeding questions, please do send them. Uh, I like specific questions. It gets me more focused on my rambles because I do get rambly if you haven't noticed on this episode. It goes on to say, my mind was wandering during your, during your latest episode. Thanks, bro. Mine probably was too. It says, I thought of a couple related questions. When you breed, how often do you retest your seeds? That is a very good question. Being a person who breeds uh, for commercial purposes, my seeds are on the market through several different avenues. It is a good idea that I do keep up my quality control standards. Uh, so that is a very good question. I do appreciate you uh, checking me on that. A lot of people go unchecked and uh, they forget to check. So thank you for checking on me. <clears throat> so it goes on. It says, if you make a thousand seeds and that batch passes the test, do you retest the next time you make a batch? So we'll make a lot of seeds. We'll make a thousand seeds. We'll test them. You guys get to see. You guys get to see most of the testing. I try to keep it fairly transparent. I have a lot of testers who are on social media, but I also have testers who are not on social media. You see the folks who are. Uh, you see Zoso J post every moment of the grow. You get to see from the sprout all the way up in fucking time lapse video. Uh, who else does a great job? 
Uh, all Mixed Up does a good job. Rosin Man does a good job. Mobius Grows does a great job. They post all that stuff to social media. Big shout out to all the testers who I didn't mention. That was enough. Sorry, I don't want the list to just keep going. It's it's not an award show. We're not going to shout out everybody in the gang. But all the testers post their stuff up on social media and you guys get to see it. So you get to see that initial testing. How does it look? Like, is the structure good? What are the leaves shaped like? What is the bud shaped like? Are there any cool colors? Uh, a lot of times we see if there are any problems through those testers. They'll show us where there are any issues. Luckily, most of the time there are no issues, but like all things, shit does happen. So get a lot of testers going. They send me test reports. Then we decide if we want to release it. We release it. Then right before it's sold out or sometimes, unfortunately, just after it sells out, I decide I need to make more and restock that strain. So here's where your question really comes into play. Do I test this next batch? I'll do the pollen chucking. I'll make the male plant and the female plant do their magic. I'll get the seeds out of there. I generally will do a solid germination test. I get, uh, I don't even know how many seeds fit in the palm of my hand. It's probably about 40 or 50 seeds. And I just do the paper towel germination test. Fold up a paper towel a lot like I do this piece of paper. Uh, fold it up, soak it with water, throw the seeds right in the middle there, leave them on the table. Uh, they don't get any special treatment, but I do make sure they're wet. I do check on them every few hours. Then I open it up to see how many of those seeds germinated. That is one of my main concerns at this point. If they are germinating, they're healthy seeds, they've went, they uh, flowered long enough, they finished. Most of the time I can tell that by squeezing them. I push them on the table, they're hard. If it hurts my finger, it makes a dent, the seeds are ready. Um, so I germinate them, I make sure they sprout. If they're sprouting, I'm mostly confident in them. Then we'll send a few of those out as freebies to the friends and they'll grow them and they'll know what they've got. I'd be like, hey, run these real quick and they'll just run them and then we can see what they've got. I don't really do, honestly, rigorous, vigorous retesting. As long as those mother plants and father plant weren't ruined, destroyed, uh, compromised is the word I'm seeking in my head. As long as there was no compromisation of the parent plants, I feel like the genetics are exactly the same. The breeding will happen exactly the same. The phenotypes are going to be the same. I didn't put any other, uh, there's no other ingredients in my recipe, so there should not be any variation. Again, if my parent plants will remain uh, remain uncompromised. If there was no compromised health, no stress, uh, no light weirdness, no nutrient problems, anything like that, then it, it should be the same. There's no scientific biological reason why I would get variation. Uh, maybe some uh, epigenetics or something like that may cause something, but I think it would take much longer than what I'm able to do with these plants. I haven't had them for hundreds of years. So um, I don't do rigorous, vigorous retesting of the crosses too deeply. I do retest for germination rates. I test every batch of seeds for germ rates. We want to know that every batch of seeds is good. So if I make a batch, there's a thousand seeds in there, 50 to 100 of them just go strictly just to germination. Uh, we'll pull a few of those out if we've got room to keep them and grow those. Um, most of the time, that's how it works. You germ like 50 of them. I pick fucking 25 of them, grow those, uh, find 10 or 12 females in there, take pictures of all those, have good documentation. That's how it usually goes. But the second time around, I don't really do vigorous testing. I send them out to the crew. I say, hey, uh, Rosin Man, hey, Mobius, hey, somebody, uh, these are a remake. Can you give me a quick run? Or I grow them myself. I'll just grow a few and I can tell quickly. Uh, they're my kids. I can tell quite quickly if they're going to be worth a shit or not. And then it wraps up with not looking to have you do a quality control test on the air, just more wondering how different breeding is between the same cuts over time and years. In my experience, I have not noticed any change in the breeding. I'm pretty good at identifying uh, the offspring, the phenotypes from my crosses, and I don't see any difference, any uh, any shift, any degradation, any weird 
evolution in my breeding. I think it all looks just the same. Um, I think I'd have to have the plants for quite a bit longer. I think I'd have to be doing it for quite a bit longer for the plants to build up any memory, uh, unless I started breeding with sick plants or something, which uh, at that point I don't do. If the plants don't sustain health, if I can't keep them healthy, there's no need for them to stay in the garden because I can keep a plant basic health is fucking, I'm really good at that. They look green and healthy all the time. So yeah, if they're not staying green in my grow, they go bye-bye because they're a pain in the ass. I think I wrapped up your question. Let me give it a quick skim. There's not a lot to it. Uh, how often do you retest? Uh, strict germination testing, uh, strict first level testing, second batch, not serious on the, the retesting that much, but I do do germ tests. I think that covers it all. Before I wrap up this message, I do have one cool topic I can talk about pretty soon. I'm going to do some different testing. I just mentioned in a, mi- a minute ago that I'm doing some breeding outdoors. I have made some of the same crosses outdoors that I've made indoors, and I have not ever tested the outdoor grow yet, so I don't know what the outdoor progeny is going to look like. I need uh, a couple of friends, a couple of testers that will run a batch of seeds made indoors and a batch of seeds made outdoors. I think I said that correctly. Take the indoor seeds and outdoor seeds, label them correctly, like uh, plant A indoors, plant B outdoors, and run them all next to each other and see if there is any difference in there. I want to run a bunch. I want some friends to run a bunch. Uh, The experiments are fun when I do them, but I need more feedback as well. I'm going to see stuff, but uh, under the whichever lights I choose to use in the summertime, I use one kind of light in the winter. I use another, how do they respond under my lights, but also how do they react in your grow and in Dave's grow and in John's grow and in Jack's grow and Jill's grow and Bill's grow and everybody's grow. I want to see what they do. So pretty soon we're going to get to test stuff that was made indoors right next to stuff that was made outdoors because I recently bred some of the same stuff. Uh, Some of it's coming down from the indoor grow, and it's almost ready in the outdoor grow. Just ironically, did the same stuff at the same time, and we'll get to test those side by side. That is something I'm very curious about, new testing that will get to be done. So that was a good rant. That was a good side subject to get me going on. I do appreciate that. I'm really excited about the outdoor greenhouse uh, grow this year, and I super cannot wait to grow the seeds that come from that and see, are they more vigorous? Are they any different? Is there any difference at all? Uh, I just know that we made a lot more seeds outdoors than we would have indoors. So that was the super cool part. And it seemed to happen super quickly. All right. I am off on a good ramble again. Let's reel me back in and get back on a podcast. My buddy Rastabot. Dude, thank you for a great Patreon message. Thank you once again for all of the Discord work. Cannot wait to hang out with you on Discord. When I get done recording here, it does take quite a few minutes to load all the files from the computer onto the drive. As that happens, I go take a couple of dabs and hang out with the crew on Discord. Hope you're there, brother. If not, we'll catch you next time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pimps and hoes, friends and foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, and pollen chuckers, all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there, I'm going to wrap up this podcast now. This will be a quick Thursday episode. I want to do thank you once again. I do want to thank you. I don't even know what my brain said right there, but you know what I mean. I want to thank you once again for listening to episode 673 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, you know I would love to hear from you. The email address for the podcast is growfromyourheart at hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Send me your feedback. Send me your details. Also, send me your iRegenetics Grow pictures. I would love to see what you're growing, see how you're doing. Maybe we can give you some advice. Maybe we could share some of your pics. If you want them shared here on the podcast, let me know. I can start sharing your iRegenetics here on the show. That would be a fun addition to the podcast. Thank you for the idea. 
Um, I'm glad you came up with that. That was really cool of you. Uh, what else do I got for you? This is the time of the podcast where I ask you to like and subscribe. Go to YouTube. If you're watching, if you're listening on an audio server, I do invite you to watch the videos on YouTube. There's a high quality 4K multi-cam video happening on YouTube right now that you may want to check out. Go to YouTube, click subscribe, click on the notification bell. That way, every time I put out a new episode, you do get a notification. You never miss any of the content. Sometimes, Sometimes the audio servers seem to be a little bit delayed. Sometimes they miss some episodes. I have to repost them. I'm not making excuses. I am not super tech savvy. I don't know what happens. We're working on fixing all of the glitches on all of the audio feeds, but I do my best to make sure that YouTube is updated every Monday. Uh, It's actually Sunday night into Monday at midnight and every Thursday, or no, it's Wednesday into Thursday at midnight. I make sure to have the YouTube video posted. That has been the priority because honestly, I edit down the YouTube video, then I pull the audio out of that. So I've got to do the video first. So it gets up there on YouTube. Then while it's posting, I do the audio video. Welcome a little bit behind the scenes. All right. So like, and subscribe on YouTube. That was the point. Don't forget about the discord server. And everything else is on the Irie Genetics website at iriegenetics.com. All right, that's all I've got for you. I feel like I've been rambling on for quite a bit. Uh, you know, I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a big shout out to my buddy Jesse Grows. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mama a hug for me. Oh.